episode 70 of the Walking Closer podcast. This is part three of our series called Nothing Less Than the Real Thing. So I want to start off by asking you a question. What does your relationship with God look like? Uh, I'm not asking you how often you study your Bible or how long your devotional time is, or I'm not asking you how often you attend a church service. Uh, I'm not asking you what ministries you might serve in or how often you volunteer. I'm not asking you all about your quote-unquote good works. I'm, I'm asking you about something more. I'm asking you about your relationship with God. What, what does your relationship with God look like? And um, if, if, for instance, if you put the Bible away, like if you could no longer read the Bible, no longer have access to it, uh, what, would, what would you have? Right? If you no longer were in a position to be able to gather with other Christians in whatever your usual way is, what would what would you have? Right. So now let me <laughs> let me say that what I'm, I'm not saying that these things are, are bad or that you should necessarily remove them from your life. I'm not, I'm not saying that they don't have a place. So they're not helpful in some way. What I am asking you to do is to be, go go beyond these things and see to see what you actually have. Okay, it might be helpful to think about it in this way. Think about other relationships you have, maybe with a spouse or someone you love. Now, let's just say that you could take this person and you could shower them with gifts and money. You can take them out to find restaurants, on vacations around the world, exotic places. You could, man, you could just spend tons and tons of money. You could do all sorts of things for them, give all sorts of things to them. Uh, but beyond all of that, what do you really have? Like, if you took all of this away, what would you have? What would that relationship be like, right? And if if your relationship is based on the things you you give that person, is is that a is that really a relationship? Like, is is that really a relationship at all? Like, what happens if you can no longer give those things to them? What if if you let's say you suddenly found yourself unemployed? What then, right? Uh, would they still be around? Like, what would you have? What would you what would you be be left with. And I would hope that everyone understands that you can't build a base relationship on this. And so I would go a step further and say that a relationship that is based simply on what you can get from the other uh, is shallow at best. And and, so, and I think we know this. And so now I challenge you to apply that thought to a relationship with God and wrestle with it for a while. Right? And, and I get that this could be a struggle. Like it, 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 it could be hard uh, to distinguish what what's a relationship with God looks like beyond all of this this stuff, right? These these things that uh, we we talk about when we talk about a relationship with God that have to do with you know, well, all the works that we do, or you know, the time we spend reading the Bible, or uh, or whatever, any of the things that I've mentioned here. Um, it could be a struggle to distinguish th- those things. And, and then, but it could also be a struggle because we're, we're not, maybe we're not accustomed to thinking about it, you know, in this way. Uh, maybe maybe you just don't connect with the language that people use to, to, to even talk about some of this stuff, right? Uh, you might uh, hear people say things like, as I as I soak myself in his presence and and this and that happens. And you hear that, you might be thinking, what does that even mean? Like, what, 
what, what are you what are you talking about? Uh, it's maybe a very foreign uh, way of talking about things. Uh, or if someone says, you know, I like this one. If if I sit still enough in his presence and pour out my innermost thoughts and heart, I I will know that he's just waiting with open arms to hear me talk to him. <laughs> if you're like me, there was a time when I would, I would hear this. I'm like, what? Like, how do you, if I sit still enough in his presence and pour out my innermost thoughts and heart, okay, I will know that he's just waiting with open arms to hear me talk to him. Really? Like, how would you know that? And what is it that leads you to saying this? And so you might, you might be hearing, you might hear things like that. You might be hearing some of the things that I say, and like, ah, just there's a disconnect there, right? You're not not connecting with the language that is used um, to talk about this stuff. Now I can tell you now that if when I hear people say things like this, I have an idea of where they're coming from. I have an idea of what they're talking about. I still sometimes. I feel like I'm, I'm missing something, like some, something's missing here. Um, but again, this could be a struggle if you're not not connecting with the language that's used. Uh, maybe you just don't connect with some of the imagery, right, that is presented about uh, this relationship with God. You know, like, for example, maybe seeing God as a father is a hard thing for you because of, well, what you relate to, uh, you know, what a father is and what a father's like. Maybe your own relational relationship with your 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 father, your paternal father. Maybe uh, maybe that wasn't all that great. Maybe it was an abusive relationship, or maybe it was non-existent. I mean, you have a difficult time seeing how this is supposed to you know relate and, and connect with you of seeing God as a as a father. Uh, whatever it, whatever it might be, I, I get the struggle that can come with thinking about things in in this way, um, and it can be difficult, especially if you know for for lots of reasons. Um, but especially if you're not you're not accustomed to thinking about your relationship with God beyond just simply the things that the things that you do. Um, I, I came across someone else who had come to face uh, some of these struggles, you know, her, her own struggles with all of this. And, and specifically, she had come to think that she really didn't have much of a, of a relationship. And uh, she said that uh, I, I, have, I have not successfully found a way to have an intimate relationship with Jesus. And then she goes on to say that she asked God in a simple prayer to show her what a relationship with him looks like. She said, I, listen, I, I don't know what to do or, or how to proceed. If you want me to do this, I, I'm going to need you to show me what this looks like because I have no idea. And I think it was upon the realization of what she didn't have that she actually took a step towards what she wanted. Notice she didn't pick up the latest book or the latest Bible study or, or whatever. If... Because if those things could have given her what she was looking for, she probably would have already had it, right? But instead, what she does is she does the thing it takes to have a relationship. She she turns to God, not through someone else's thoughts or writings, but 
through her own heart, she turned to God and said, I don't know what to do. I need you to show me what this looks like because I have no idea. And I think it's in that moment that she's not trying to live through anyone else's experiences but her own. And in that moment, she's turning towards the one with whom she wants the relationship. And she is saying, hey, how, how does this work? Right? How does this work? And I think it would be interesting to know what that looks like for her now. But I, I can tell you that it's in, I believe it's in that moment, right? That she, when she, she literally turns towards the one she wants to have a relationship with. And she says, I don't have this and I want this. Uh, you know, again, use the same analogy that you would with someone you want to be in a relationship with, right? You can read all of the self-help books that are out there on how to be a good spouse or, you know, uh, how to be the best husband or the best wife and, uh, you know, get kind of try to get a picture of maybe what that looks like. But, you know, until you actually turn towards the one with whom you want the relationship, it's really, it's, it's actually, it's not going to do you any good. Like until you have that conversation and say, hey, um, I, I really would like to see where this goes. I really would like to connect with you. On, on on a certain level to see if there's if there's anything here, right? Uh, now all the stuff you read is not, not going to do you any good. Like all the time you spend devoting yourself in those moments to thinking about what a relationship might look like, what it might feel like to be married, and and what you would do in this situation or that scenario. Man, at the end of the day, until you actually connect, right, and turn towards that one you want to have that with. Yeah, that's not really going to do a whole lot of good, now, will it? See, and I think that we have we mistake our relationship with God with all of these other things that could they could be helpful, yeah, but they're not really that helpful unless we actually have the connection, the relationship, right? And it's in that moment when she realizes what she doesn't have that she turns towards the one with whom she wants to have the relationship with, and that's God. And she says, "Okay, I realize that I have not been able to figure out." the way to have an intimate relationship with you. And I don't know what to do. I Like I'm, all the stuff that I've been doing, like it's not giving me what I need, what I'm seeking. And so, hey, um, I need you to show me what this looks like because I have no idea. And I think it's in that moment, right, that she takes the step towards having that relationship. And I can tell you that I've had similar experiences uh, and, and in similar moments, I found myself truly turning and taking a step towards what I didn't have. And I began to understand the how of it all, like, right, like what that what this looks like and how to have this relationship. I, I can remember one experience where, look, I had come to my wits end about some things and, and just wasn't sure what I what I needed to do. Um, and I, I really felt like I had no other choice, no other place to turn, had no other option. Um, but in those moments, I, I, my heart turned to God and now before, before I continue, I have to say that I learned some things just from that moment alone, 
right? The coming to the realization that I have nowhere else to turn. Uh, I was at the end of my rope, if you will, right? Like uh, I didn't know what else to do, didn't know where else to go. I felt like there really was no other option. And is in that moment alone, that moment right there, that as I look back, I would say that, yeah, it was it was like I was only turning towards God when I desperately needed him. That's what it seemed like, right? But what I didn't realize is that I desperately needed him all the time. And it wasn't like I didn't pray or, or ask for help, help leading up to that moment or before that moment. Uh, but in that moment, there was something different going on inside me. And I, I had completely let go of trying to control the show, if you will, because, because I honestly had no clue, no clue what to do. And what I learned is that it wasn't really about those issues or the situations that I thought had you know, originally brought me to that place that I was emotionally and mentally. Um, those things just simply highlighted a greater issue for me, and that was my lack of a real relationship with God. And so we'll fast forward a little bit and get back to, you know, I had my own how does this work moment, right? I don't know what to do moments. And uh, those moments opened up a door for me that took me on a journey to discovering things about myself where I, where I was on, on my journey, right? And, and what I didn't have and what I, what I needed, what I was really seeking. However, the, the most important thing I learned was if I was going to have a relationship with God, that I had to, to really trust him, right? So um, now I wasn't quite sure what that meant or what that actually looked like. And uh, because I know it's easy to say, you know, you trust, but it's another thing to actually live like you trust. So I went from those experiences and a few months later, I found myself in a situation where I learned what that really looked like. And uh, I got a I got a phone call from another church to consider uh, going to work with them, and it was it was a phone call out of the blue. Someone felt like they were being led to contact me and to see if I would be willing to go and work with them, and. It was in those moments that I realized my wife and I had a conversation and we said, well, I mean, if we're going to trust God, this is what that's going to look like here. We're going to trust. We don't have to pray about trusting. We're actually going to trust and say, okay, uh, we'll be willing to go through this process without any expectations, trusting that there's something we can learn from this, trusting that this is something that God has put in in our lap uh, for some reason not trying to discern necessarily in the moment what that reason was, but just trusting that either this was a door being open for us uh, to start a new chapter in our life, or it was a door that was opened for us to learn some things, or maybe God was using us in a way to help other people uh, hear some things about our story. But we, d- we didn't know. So we decided that, well, if we're going to trust, then we're going to walk down this path that's been put before us and trust that regardless of what happens, um, that, you know, God's got us. And this is a part of 
something he's doing, whatever that is. And what that allowed me to do was in this particular moment, not not try and sell myself, not try and make myself look better than, than I am, right? That's what we do. Uh, we, we, we have to make, we have to sell ourselves if we want to get hard, but I wasn't necessarily looking to leave. Uh, and so I, I was, I had to, I felt a freedom. (laughs) It was this freedom to be as open and as honest and be very, very conscious of that. Right. Like we all, we think that we're being as honest as we can, or we think we're being truly honest. Um, but we don't. You know, people don't. I say this a lot. We we don't uh, we don't intend to lie, but uh, oftentimes, well, it's like we are. Um, but it, I was able to have the freedom of being 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 conscious of the fact that I was able to be wow, we just completely open and transparent and honest. Didn't have to hold things back to, in order to paint myself in a more favorable light. I was able to freely talk about uh, my strengths and my and my weaknesses. Um, you know, I, <laughs> it was it was a fascinating experience uh, for me, and you know, I was able to remind people in conversations that listen, you know, I I don't know what's going on here, but this is how I am approaching things. This, this is where I am at. Um, I don't know what God's doing here. Either I'm your guy or either you need to hear something from me or I need to learn something from you. Regardless, I am just truly trusting uh, that this is God is doing something here. And it was something they were able to experience, right, along with me. Uh, and I was able to, in the moment, be conscious of the fact of, of what was going on um, without any expectations, uh, not knowing whether you know I was going to be given given a, an offer for this position or not, uh, and quite honestly, you know, I didn't feel this overwhelming sense of how this is what's going on, this is what's happening, and this is what God is doing. And quite honestly, not feeling the burden that I have to explain any of that was was, was man, it was great. My point is, is, through this experience, I learned really what it looks like to trust God. Um, and so when I talk about my relationship with God, this is one of the examples that I give and others. I immediately start talking about, well, listen, for me, uh, and where I am, where I've been on my journey, where I start to talk about an actual relationship with God, I don't talk about how much I read the Bible. I don't talk about, you know— other thing, I, I talk about my relationship with God. I talk about trusting Him and what that looks like for me. Now, prior to these experiences, if I talked about my relationship with God, I would have probably talked about Bible reading and studies or, you know, being dedicated to the church or how long I've been a Christian, you know, ministries involved in, things I've accomplished, whatever efforts I've, I've put forward. And uh, it took a series of experiences, though, even leading up to these moments that I've shared with you. Um, that led me to realizing some of, of what I was I was missing, and I think it's something I wanted. But all I knew was the work culture of the church. Uh, I wasn't even aware of the tangled web I was caught in, uh, trying to earn and prove myself. 
but I wanted the real thing. But I wasn't sure why I didn't have it. I always felt like there was I was miss something was missing. Like what am I missing here? And and I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but what I am saying is I'm not willing to settle for anything less than the real thing. And neither should you. And if you're not, my challenge to you is this. Start with this question. What does my relationship with God look like? And if we we begin to ask ourselves that and really examine how we respond and what's really going on here, I think then you'll find the freedom to take the step into the direction of the thing that you actually want. Because it's only when we become aware of what we don't have that we're actually able to begin to truly seek what we really want. And so, are you going to settle for anything less than the real thing? <laughs>